Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate, and we like to argue about all the things in life that we love and hate. And although we rarely agree, we always try to find some common ground. And I think we're actually going to do it with my movie pick. Can you guess why, Emily? What is a genre that we both like? Granted, I'll help. I'll give you a little bit of a clue. We we both enjoyed the genre, but our taste in the genre is very different. I don't know. Comedy? Uh, Crime? Thriller? No, you don't like thrillers. Do you? Think Suspe- a little more <gasps> pizzazzy. Oh. Come on. Like a show tune brought to life? It's not Hamilton again, is it? <laughs> No, but you're on the very right track. It is a musical. I hope it's Hairspray, but I know it's not. It's not. No, it's uh, we. I think you will enjoy it because it is a musical. That's what I'm hoping. Is it Grease? No. Oh. It's not one that's mainstream in any way. It's very much an indie nerd uh, As long as it's not Cats. It's not Cats, is it? (laughs) I love this game. No, it is not Cats. Okay, good. I think that is one common ground we have is we can both agree Cats is terrible. Okay, It good. has like one good song and that's it. Memory. Exactly. That's it. That's the only good song. <laughs> that's the only... I, I never saw Cats. I only heard bad things. And My I high school actually did Cats. Why? I had Why to paint I... people Stop. to look like Cats. Why would a high school ever do Cats? That is not... No. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it fully through, so I, I don't know what it's about. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Except for that there's weird cats singing. I think the only thing that I know about cats, and then we'll, we will move on. We promise, listeners. We're sorry that we're talking about cats so much. But the only thing I know is that it's like about a cat that like wants to go to like heaven or some type of afterlife but they can't until they like prove themselves and like all cats want this and like so it's like a a battle to like get this entry into the afterlife i think i love how i don't know anything about cats yeah i have no idea listeners if i'm totally wrong then you should correct us and if you like cats you should let us know because i don't really think there's a lot of you out there does anybody like the musical cats let us know let us know (laughs) but anyway this musical i really hope that a lot of you will it's because the thing about this musical, it's called Dr. Horrible's St. Alon Blog. Never heard of it. <gasps> Emily, I'm so excited. It is just a I mean, gem. it has the name Horrible in it, so that's <sighs> not starting off good. You are judging a book by its cover. No, I'm not. I can't see it. I'm just judging it by the name, which it which says it's same, horrible. She just said she's judging it, so... She said it herself, people. It says it's horrible. So no, why it would I think it's that's just a name? Oh my gosh, stop. Don't set yourself up to think that this is gonna be an un- unenjoyable experience. Well then You're maybe love they it. should have named the doctor something else. Okay, this is the thing. This musical, this movie, uh, it's very much I think a lot of the nerds out there have probably seen it, and I love all of you who have. And if you haven't, you should watch it because you will it very much enjoy it it stars neil patrick harris okay do you i'm assuming you know him from some things yep okay do you like him i mean sure okay uh i don't really have an opinion either way (laughs) it also has nathan fillion don't know (sighs) you do he stars in firefly oh yeah i for some reason i was like oh i think it's actually that guy from firefly but i'm not sure it is and it has felicia day 
Do you remember? We she's talked about from her. our competition. Yes, she is. Head to head, whatever it's called. Yeah, we talked about her when we talked. We were talking about actors specifically in a previous episode. Yeah. So I'm excited because you'll actually get to see some of her work now. Um, so the thing that I love about this movie is it's very much just a passion project of Joss Whedon, uh, who also directed Firefly, who yep. I'm a huge fan of. He's one of my favorite directors. He's really good at creating um dynamic between characters like he can take a large group of characters and create really good like dynamic between them and he's just really talented director and i love his writing and he's just he's one of my favorites um and so he directed this uh movie and it was really a passion project for like him and his brother and a couple of like their friends because they created this movie in 2008 when there was that writer's strike i don't know if you remember that Probably not. No. Annoying Emily's memory. (laughs) So in 2008, there was in Hollywood a big writer's strike. I don't know the specifics of it, but um, basically a lot of not only actors and writers and producers and directors, like there was just basically like a pause in Hollywood because there was this massive strike that was happening. And so Joss Whedon kind of decided like while this was going on that he just wanted to do something for himself that he wanted to just make with his brother. And like they just wanted to do it for fun. And like they wanted it to be like high quality but not necessarily like hollywood like level like they just wanted to create something that was fun that was being like napoleon dynamite kind of but a little bit higher quality than that i am appalled i'll be the judge of that (laughs) okay okay uh so he got some friends together and i mean obviously he had worked with like nathan fillion before and so like he just kind of got like people he knew together and they made this short really adorable just musical it's only 42 minutes so it's it's like a short film um and they originally created it to be released strictly online so like they would read there's three acts in the movie and they released them online in those acts um and again it was just like a passion project they wanted to do something fun they were going to put it out online they weren't necessarily looking for you know, a huge response or anything. It was just, it was for them. They wanted to do something while they were on this writer's strike. And it got such good, like positive feedback and like people just loved it. And it kind of blew up overnight and they were like, whoa, like we were not expecting this. And uh, like, I I watched an interview where um, his brother kind of talked about his brother, uh, Zach Whedon. He talked about how he remembers releasing like the third act. And previously, you know, there was a few thousand or so people that would be watching it. But by the time they were releasing the third act, like he was like nervous to like put it online because he's like a lot is like like a lot of people are invested in this story. And like as soon as he like put it online within like the I think each episode's about 14 minutes long. There was like thousands and thousands of people who'd already watched it like as soon as it was posted because people were just like waiting and he just like they weren't expecting that response Mm. um so um and yeah i think it's just it's just a really fun movie and because it's such this kind of like passion project i think it just has a unique niche that we don't always see a lot that gets this kind of positive and like recognition of this is like something that's just kind of fun and different and it's not overly Hollywood produced. Like this is literally a passion project. And I think sometimes those projects people just don't hear about because they don't end up getting big responses. Like I think a lot of directors do like movies like this, but they just don't get out there because only so many people watch them. But this one, it just ended up, you know, blowing up and becoming pretty popular. what's it about? 
So Dr. Horrible's St. Alon blog is about Dr. Horrible. He is an aspiring supervillain and he's has this blog. So he's like talking to the camera and he's doing a video blog and he's just kind of talking about his life. You know, he wants to become a supervillain and his struggles to do that. And also about Penny. Penny's his love. That's Felicia Day. And also his arch nemesis, who is Captain Hammer, played by Nathan Fillion. Okay. So that's what it's about. And it's his blog. And like, yes, uh, it always starts out like with him talking to the camera, but then it'll jump into like scenes and it'll jump into him like going about his day. So it's not entirely like a blog, but it always starts that way. You mean a vlog? They have the wrong terminology. (laughs) Yes. Did they start the vlog? What was that? Did they invent the vlog? I don't know. I probably not. This is 2008, so probably not. But maybe. I don't know. When did blogging well, they, start? They called it a blog, but it's oh a vlog. Oh my gosh, vlog. Emily, you're getting hung up on this minor details. <laughs> <laughs> a blog is written. A vlog is video. Joss Whedon, I think you should know the difference. Wow. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, so it's about those three characters primarily and just kind of the the little love triangle that happens. And again, Dr. Horrible wanting to become a supervillain in his journey to do that. Are you okay. intrigued? No. Oh, I know. You will like it. There's, <laughs> and the thing I like about it too is I really do like the music. Like it's a musical. So there's songs and I love it. I think it's really good. Okay. I'm excited to share it with you. It's very much a nerd thing. Like I said, it's not, you know, like this never hit theaters or anything like that. Like it was strictly online. It was a passion project of one of my favorite directors. Like there's just, and also I really love um, Neil Patrick Harris's performance because I think a lot of people don't realize he can actually sing really well. Uh, And so like he does such a good job doing the character and you can just tell that they're having so much fun. Like you can tell all of them are just enjoying doing this project together. So it's very good. Highly recommend. I can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah, I I know Neil Patrick Harris from Glee, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, so you know he can sing. Yeah, I already know that. <laughs> he has so many good other roles. I mean, I know him from other things, but that's like the first time that like I knew who Neil Patrick Harris was. Oh, okay, got it. But yeah, okay, let's get into it. Yeah, I'm super excited. Let's do it. Okay, we just finished Dr. Horrible's St. Alon blog, and I am dying to hear Emily's thoughts. Um, I don't know what I just watched. It was very strange. What do you mean it was strange? What do you mean, what do I mean? I didn't really like the first two acts. The third act was my favorite. My favorite character was the news reporter. (laughs) <laughs> who said it's a great day to be a homeless person <laughs> yeah that was probably my favorite line okay <laughs> um yeah it was weird <laughs> it was weird yeah <laughs> did you like the music um i wasn't really a huge fan of felicia day's voice i just thought it was like I don't know. I didn't really care for it. I liked Nathan's voice and his feeling? songs. I thought they were the funniest. I think Neil Patrick Harris could have sang way better if they gave him better songs. Like, he has such a range and, like, they didn't really show that. So I was kind of disappointed by his lack of vocal performance. Wow. <laughs> okay. But 
other than that, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <sighs> well, I guess we're not finding common ground here. It is 10 times better than She's the Man, in no. my opinion. Yes. No, 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 no. It's got humor. It's got heart. It's got drama. And it's all... It's just like, it's a well-told story. It's got the three acts. It's got the main characters. Like, there's the protagonist and the antagonist and the love. Like, it's a classic sort of story, but told, I think, in just like a fun way. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really think that a lot of it was funny. Like, the parts when he was doing his blog, I think that, like, they were supposed to be funny, but I just didn't think that they were funny to me. But maybe that's just because it was the first time I was watching it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of subtle humor. I mean, and there's a lot of subtle touches that you get after watching it a second time. But I think it's funny. I don't know. I guess we have different humor types. But I, yeah. it's one of my favorite. Just like, again, it's such a fun little piece. It's short. It's, um, I think I like I like the twist at the end. It's not a perfect like ending, but, or is it? And you kind of like, you have to decide that for this yourself. Like, was it what he wanted or wasn't it? Do you want to try and give a little synopsis for our listeners who maybe haven't seen it, but with not too many big spoilers? So Emily can do it. I'll (laughs) try. So it starts off with Neil Patrick Harris's character, Dr. Horrible, doing a video blog and he's talking about how he wants to be this awesome villain and he's got all these inventions that he's working on but then he's also got this crush on a girl at the laundromat and he wants to talk to her but he's nervous and then one day in the middle of trying to do this like devious villain thing and then Mm -hmm. the girl comes up to him and starts talking to him and so he's like do I talk to her or do I do my villain thing and Mm -hmm. he's like conflicted and then his arch nemesis I forgot his name Captain Hammer Captain Hammer gets in the way and is like always better at him with being a villain and he's also better at talking to the girl he likes because She's his girlfriend now. Oops, is that a spoiler? I don't know. And <laughs> There's a love triangle yeah. going on. So, yeah, it's just kind of him figuring out being a villain and also liking this girl. Mm-hmm. And then he's got this friend named Moist. <laughs> Did you like Moist? He was just a random thing. Yeah. My favorite line is like, He's like, you know, I'm just moist, man. At my most badass, I just make people feel like they want to take a shower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the... There's a lot of tropes in there. They're kind of, you know, they're making fun. Well, not making fun, but they're kind of, you know, creating humor around that sort of like superhero genre. And they also play the twist on who's the ultimate villain. Is it Dr. Horrible or is it Captain Hammer? Because there's kind of like... Like, they give you the villain's perspective, and so you kind of have to decide for yourself who you think is the real villain. Mm, Yeah. Um, My favorite song, actually, was probably the one in the third act when Dr. Or, what's his name? Hammer? Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer is, like, giving his speech, and then Dr. Horrible comes in. Everyone's a hero in their own way. (laughs) Yeah. He kind of sound. He reminded me of Trump at the end when he was giving his speech. I was like, Yeah, it was weird. I didn't realize. Does this sound it. like Trump? <laughs> yeah, because Captain Hammer's thing is that he kind of like, 
he says one thing that's like, okay, but then he like makes it about him. Cause yeah, yeah he's like, everyone's a hero in their own way, but n- and like everyone has their own villains, but they're not as cool as mine. And like, yeah. everyone's in the, a hero in their own way, but not like how I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, so yeah, it was funny. We were like, oh wow, that does kind of sound like drama. <laughs> yeah. So Anne, what's your life lesson from this short film? <sighs> My life lesson is that Emily's never going to like the stuff I like. It's so, it's one of my favorites. I highly recommend to our listeners to watch it. It's got a lot of just humor. It's very heartwarming. I really like the music. I, I like all of it. I think my favorite song is probably the one between Penny and Dr. Horrible. It's kind of their duet that they do together. It's in the second. It's the how they start the second act. They start the second act with this song, which Emily got up and got coffee for, and I was really upset. I'm sorry. It was, and I literally this movie told her, was making me tired. I was like, I need to get some coffee and re-energize. <laughs> You know when you know how you get mad sometimes, and I like don't like the stuff you like, and you're like, "Anne, you're not being open minded to it." Like I feel like it's a, a two way street, Emily. I I watched it. <laughs> oh I told gosh. you what I what I liked about it. Okay. I liked the news anchor. Who <laughs> <laughs> literally had maybe two minutes in the movie. Uh, but anyway, it it's one of my favorites. I love it. It's good. I recommend. And we watched it on YouTube. Yes, you can find it, it. Yep, you can find it on YouTube. It used to be like on Netflix and other streaming, but um, they've taken it down. But you can find the full video on YouTube. So you just look up Dr. Horrible St. Alon blog if you want to watch it. It's only 42 minutes. It's basically like, you know, the length of uh, some TV shows. Yeah. So if you want to have a little laugh, you want something that's... And again, it's just like what I like about it is it was this passion project that, you know, just these friends got together to make. And you kind of get that sense from it. Like, it's not Hollywood level quality, right. but it's it's good quality. Like, they have the writing is really good. I really like the writing. I think they do a very good job of establishing these characters in just like a short period. Like, one of my favorite things is when Dr. Horrible were first getting introduced to his character, like, it becomes pretty evident clearly that he's a villain, that he wants to become a bigger villain but he's reading these emails in his blog and one of the first things he says is like oh this guy wants to fight at this park well there's kids in that park so Mm -hmm. i don't want to do it like so you know that there's like he has morals and he Mm -hmm. has like standards or even later on when like bad horse is giving him these tasks he's like i don't know if that might be too much for me like i don't want to do this like i'm just kind of this level villain you know like he he has a moral standard and so you know, it's only 42 minutes, it's only three acts, but you get a strong sense of these characters and you, uh, that's one of the things I really like about it. Yeah. I think that um, the 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 captain guy was my, probably my favorite character of the three main characters. Captain Hammer, Nathan Fillion's yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, I he like. Funny. He is funny. I like. I like how he comes into like because even yeah. in the opening scene, like how he quote unquote saves the day, but really he didn't do anything. He kind of just like, yeah, <laughs> tried to make it look like he did stuff. But um, yeah, so it's. I think it just does a really good job in a short amount of time um, to create these kind of dynamics with these characters, and I really like it. So I highly recommend. I would say my life lesson would be, you know, just because your friend one of your best friends that you show something that you absolutely love to they don't like it it's okay (laughs) it doesn't you know you can uh you can find other common ground in other things but um so but i'm appreciative that you tried we can find common ground in listening to neil patrick harris after this episode i can show you the song dream on from glee that it's so much better vocal than this music 
I could also show you the song that he does as uh, the music meister in the Batman animated series. And you can hear how he does as the music meister. Okay. There we go. (laughs) We We found some common ground. We'll listen to Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. What's your life lesson, Emily? My life lesson is don't talk to strangers in the laundromat because they might be evil. Unless they give you frozen yogurt. Just kidding. Don't accept that either. That would be weird. (laughs) Oh, I have one more quick life lesson that I feel like really only applies to me. But listeners, if you are out there and you agree, please let me know because I have a very hard time with this. When I am watching something for the first time and I've never watched it before, I don't like being distracted by other things. I want to sit and I want to watch it. And so when I'm showing things to other people or when I'm watching something with somebody else who's watching it for the first time, it really bugs me when they're like, oh, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm like, okay, I'll pause. And they're like, no, no, I can watch it. But like, literally you missed like so much because you're looking at a microwave. No, baby. I literally <sighs> just put it in the microwave. It took three seconds probably. That's three seconds And then I turned missing. around and was watching right you, from the counter. That's three seconds you're missing. I and then you get it. up you, and you walk. No, no. See, that's my, that's just a massive pet peeve of mine. I can't stand it. I don't like it. So that's, I don't like that's wasting time. <sighs> it's not wasting time. You're watching it the way that the creators intended it to be watched. I apologize, Joss Whedon. Thank you. Zach Whedon and mm-hmm. everyone that was a part of the film. I'm sorry. I probably missed it. And if I had watched it fully, <laughs> I probably would have loved it, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's the one. That was the issue. Yep. Okay. That's your life lesson. Never let your friends walk away from the movie you're watching. If you miss three seconds, you have to start the movie over. over. <laughs>